Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we're continuing the Gospel of Mark, right at the very end of it. 16th chapter Mark, verse 9, says this. Now remember, again, when you see these little study Bibles and things like that, you're going to have all sorts of things that are written about verses 9 through 20, the last verses of Mark. Some of them will literally forthrightly say, uh, these are probably not should be in the Bible. Well, I think that's wrong. Uh, most of them will say something along the line that... Uh, these were added later, these verses, or these verses don't appear in earlier manuscripts and things like that. And that's true. There's some that they don't appear in, but there's some that they do appear in. Okay? And it's also sort of the 2,000-year uh, tradition now that these verses are a part of the end of Mark. So verse 9 of Mark 16 says this. Now, after he, that's Jesus, <coughs> after Jesus had risen on the first day of the week after he had risen early on the first day of the week what day did he rise on <laughs> yes he had risen early on the first day of the week and again this goes uh, to show us that uh, when the go other gospels say that uh, after, on the third day that Jesus arose from the dead it doesn't mean on the third day that in the way that we count days it means after the completion of the third day Jesus was very clear about that. I've gone through that several times with us. He spoke of uh, that he would be in the belly of the earth in the same way that uh, Jonah was in the belly of the well three days and three nights. Jesus literally said three days and three nights. So therefore, it means what? <laughs> yes, thank you. Three days and three nights. And you say, well, why is it a big deal? Well, because people still to this day try to justify uh, the way that we celebrate what we've created and what we call Holy Week. And uh, we're all wrong about it. So anyway, here it tells us he had risen early on the first day of the week. Remember, the day started at sundown. So sometime after sundown, Jesus was resurrected from the dead. The ladies found the tomb empty right at sunrise. So it would be some 12 hours later when they find it. So sometimes in that 12-hour period, Jesus was resurrected from the dead. So he risen early on the first day of the week. Verse 9 continues. He first appeared to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. So we've already seen in Matthew and uh, Mark, uh, Matthew, Matthew and Luke, how uh, Jesus had appeared to the ladies. The ladies had gone to the tomb. And one gospel uh, Mark says that uh, there was an angel there. Another gospel says that there were two angels. And here it says that Mary Magdalene, that Jesus appeared to her first. Where, well, was this at the time of the, uh, when all the ladies were there? Or what, did she get there at another time before they did? There's all sorts of conjecture about this, okay? But for now it says, Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene. And then it tells us something about Mary Magdalene, that he had cast seven demons out of her. That's where we know this about her, that he'd cast seven demons out. Verse 10, she went and reported to those who had been with him while they were mourning and weeping. Well, who are those that had been with him? 
Well, the, the disciples, at this time the 11, no doubt, and all the other people that were traveling with them. There would be other men that were with them. There were many other women that were with them. And they're mourning and they're weeping and what happened to Jesus. And now she's coming back saying, hey, I saw him. He's alive. He's not dead. What was their response? Verse 11. When they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they refused to believe it. They refused to believe it. It's not that they couldn't believe it. They refused to believe it. And, you know, quite often we do the same thing. There's many things within the body of Christ right now. The body of Christ flat out refuses to believe. Though the scripture says it forthrightly, the scripture says it plainly. You can see these various things manifested in the life of other believers, but then some other believers will say, well, I know you say it's this and that, but I just can't believe that. They just choose to not believe. Jesus actually chastises them for this afterwards, okay? Now, I want to jump over to the Gospel of John real quick because it gives us even more insight about this. In John, the 20th chapter, verse 11 through 18 says this, But Mary was standing outside the tomb weeping, and so as she wept, she stooped and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been lying. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they've taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they've laid him. So you see that John is really focusing in on Mary Magdalene here. So did Mark. And so she could have easily been with the other ladies, and they're just focusing in, giving the account of what happened to her. She's crying, and she's talking to these angels, saying, well, I'm crying because I don't know where they've taken the Lord. His body's missing. I don't know where, they take, where they've laid him. Verse 14, when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. So she saw somebody standing behind her, and she didn't know who it was. She's weeping. She's crying. You know how that messes your eyes up. Likely right at dawn, right before dawn. It's still dark. She doesn't know who it is. She thought it was the gardener's work. Hang on a second. Every time I do this, this thing calls. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Verse 15, Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? And supposing him to be the garden, supposing Jesus to be gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've laid him, and I will take him away. She wanted the body of Jesus. She just didn't want him to be abandoned somewhere, not know where he was or whatever had happened. She had no idea. Verse 16, Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, stop clinging to me, which means she grabbed a hold of him, started clinging to him. He said, stop, stop clinging to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I ascend to my Father and your Father and my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and announcing to the disciples, I've seen the Lord and that he had said these things to her. So she goes and proclaims this to her, to the disciples, and they didn't believe. Uh, that stop clinging thing is intriguing. Stop clinging to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. He had not been glorified yet. Ascended to the Father and been glorified. Uh, I don't know why. You know, I've seen various things through the years as to what that could mean and why. And none of them are really satisfactory in the explanation of what that is. Uh, he's alive. He's obviously 
in the form of a body. She recognized him when she looked at him, likely when she responded to somebody behind her. She still had her head hung down, didn't really even look to see who it was. She just figured it was a gardener. We've all done that before. Somebody come up, somebody say something, we don't even look at it. We just assume there's somebody. When she hears uh, Jesus call her by name, she knows who he is. So he's got a, a body like that, but he hasn't ascended. So did he ascend to the Father? Then did he come back for 40 days and 40 nights? Well, there's some interesting questions here. So anyway, we'll stop right here because my time is up. I will see you on the next episode.